This is very British. I'm Lewis Weston. You may know your pounds from your pence, but do you know what the half crown, sixpence and shilling is? For this episode, is all about money. And if I sound a little bit different this time round, it's because I'm starting with a cold. So hopefully that doesn't affect your listening experience. The pound sterling, or commonly known as the pound, is the official currency of the UK and 100 pence makes up one pound. And at the time of this recording, it is all flat money. What I mean by that is it's all either notes or coins. In 1971, the pound was divided into 100 pence. And until 1981, it was described on the coin as new pence. The symbol for the penny is a lowercase p. Hence, an amount such as 50p. Properly pronounced, 50 pence. Most people in the UK just call it 50p. But before 1971, we had a quite ridiculous system. The pound was divided into 20 shillings and each shillings was divided into 12 pence. That means that 240 pence made up one pound. A mixed sum of shillings and pence, for example, three shillings and six pence, was spoken as three and six or three and sixpence. But special amounts of money have special names. For example, the crown was worth a quarter of a pound. The crown first made its way into Britain in the 16th century. The crown is set to ha- is said to have its origins in the silver crowns. These were first produced in 1551 during the reign of King Edward VI. Another brilliant British coin was the farthing. This was worth a quarter of one penny, which equates to one nine hundred and sixtieth of a pound. This was minted between 1860 and 1956. In today's money, or rather 2014's money, the farthing is worth around about two to seven pence. Next up, the guinea. The guinea was a coin which was approximately one quarter of an ounce of gold. And it was minted between 1663 and 1814. The name guinea came from the, a region in West Africa where much of the gold that used that was used to make these coins originated. Originally, the guinea was worth one pound sterling, which is equal to 20 shillings. 
But after the price of gold rose, so did the value of the guinea. And at its peak was as, as expensive as 30 shillings. But from 1717 to 1816, when the coin could not be used in Britain anymore, its value was officially fixed at 21 shillings. Next up, another gold coin, this time the Sovereign. After the guinea fell out of use, the Sovereign basically replaced it. It was first minted in 1817 to 1917, came back in 1925 and finished in 1957. This gold coin was worth 44.5 guineas to make. This meant that the pound was basically pure gold. 22 karat gold, that is. Next, the mount. At least I think that's how you pronounce it. M-I-T-E, mount. It dates back to Anglo-Saxon England. But in those times, these coins weren't minted, but were used in accounting. One might was worth... 20, a twenty-fourth of a penny, or about a sixth of a farthing. In older times, a mite could be worth half a farthing, or about one-third of a farthing. Next up, the half penny. As you have probably guessed, it was worth half a pence at the time it was minted. The halfpenny was minted from 1217 to 1969. Next, probably one of the most bizarre coins on this list, the half growth or goat. G-R-G-R-O-A-T. And this was minted between 1315 and 16. 62 and in 1668 this was replaced by the tuppence which first existed as a silver coin but then was made copper in 1797 next up the growth or goat or goth I'm going to pronounce goth weirdly enough this was worth double the half goth and it was, it's a, it was a silver coin dating back to 1279 to 1662 and then redistributed and reminted even from 1836 to 1862. Now, this coin was referred to as Joey after Joseph Hume which was a member of parliament. How true that is, I don't know. But 
there you go. Next up, the shilling. This is worth one fifth of a pence. It's also called a bob when it's singular or when it's plural. plural. Other notable coins include the broad, which was only minted in 1656, the unite, which was minted from 1604 to 1619 and brought back in 1649 to 1662. Also, the, ro- the Rose Royal, R-Y-A-L, which was equivalent to and fifty pence and was minted from the years 1604 to 1625. Uh, now let's move on to banknotes. First note was issued by the Treasury in 1914 to 1970. This was the 10 shilling note, which was commonly known as 10 bob note or half a quid. Now, a quid in the UK refers to one pound, by the way. Now, what surprised me is the UK did at some time have a one pound note, but unfortunately it was withdrawn by the Bank of England in 1988. Next up, the fiver. This was originally known as the five jacks and was white. It was replaced by the five, the blue five quid in 1957. The ten pounder or the tenner is in circulation at the moment. Also, it's the twenty pounder, the fifty pounder, and the most expensive note in circulation, the one hundred pound note. And Scottish and Northern Irish banks did have a million pound note and a 100 million pound note to cover the reserves in in 1845. Now the Bank of England notes are periodically redesigned and reissued. The old notes are withdrawn from circulation and destroyed. Each redesign is allocated a a letter of the series. For example, the current £10 notes are the E series, the 20 and £50 notes are the F series, and the old £5 notes and the new £5 notes are the G series. This G series was the latest round of redesign which was which commenced in September of last year with the new polymer £5 note. And the G series continues with the polymer £10 note set to be released this month, September 2017. And also in that G series, the £20 note set for release by 2020. And maybe in the future, the £50 note and the £100 note may get a polymer update. Or maybe by that point, we won't even have notes anymore 
who knows what the future holds. So there you have it, that is the British Pound Sterling. Thanks for listening. Cheerio! If this is your first time listening to Very British, please subscribe on your podcast app of choice to hear a brand new episode each weekend. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please share or tell a friend that you think may enjoy this. And also, one final request. I am looking for questions to answer in the very near future, so please send them my way on the usual channels. That is at Very British Pod on Twitter or Very British Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email me your questions. Also, feedback would be much appreciated. See you next week. Cheerio!